All right, all right, all right, all right, y'all. Welcome back to this week's episode of One Queen and Two Kings. It's the one and only Queen Ilana. It's your King BG. It's your King Mary. And our very special guest, Miss Janice Yes, from <laughs> ATL Normal. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna pass the mic on to Brian Ooh, to do the you introduction. Gonna, you gonna pass it to me? I am. Oh, okay. I am. I'm getting this. You are getting. <laughs> All right, cool. Oh, so again, Nana, great introduction of Miss Janet Razul. By the way, no it's so much my name. legal name just right. going around. Well, we just gonna say Janet. What you want to be called? What you call? I'm you call? Jana, Jay, <laughs> so, Jay Money. So. I'm actually a minister. Uh, I'm a metaphysical minister. Oh. So on my Facebook and everything, I'm Reverend Jay because I'm trying not to, you know, get those people who are in my day job all involved in my business. That's what's up. You better be Reverend. You better be Reverend Jay. I'm so sorry. I'm not that type of reverend. I'm oh, like okay. I said, I'm a metaphysical reverend. Okay, okay. So, we, you, you know, ask Steve Harvey say we we cuss. Yes, yeah, we yeah, cuss. Yeah. You we cuss okay, over no. here in this church. I'm not going to cuss a pastor. <laughs> yeah, that's all you tell. You sell weed. Okay, just say you sell weed. At the back door. At yeah. the back door of the church <laughs> cafeteria. I got something for you. I'm reverend. Get high. Well, I mean, it's a thing. So, which one is Kyle? You like? What's your street name? I'm Reverend like J. Uh, Reverend J. A, a quarter of weed. Well, I don't sell that. I, mean, I, don't, I don't sell drugs. Oh, okay. So. Okay. okay. <laughs> Mary, we just want to buy a yeah, now CBD. I CBD. Yeah, I could direct oh, I you. I hit you up. Who, who do I ask for? I could direct you to the right people. But yeah, I got, I'm going by Reverend J. Okay, Reverend J. Yeah, that. that's okay. how I do my thing. Okay, I like it. Mm-hmm. I'm Jay. also a holistic health coach. Okay. So, you know, in that space, that's where the Reverend J comes from. Okay, gotcha. Re- yeah. Reverend J. Reverend J. But again, it's a different kind of ministry over here. You know, it, it's not the Abrahamic dogma that we're used to. Okay. It's um, spiritual. But. There's universal laws. It's not, you know, when people talk about, I'm spiritual, I'm not religious. You know, there are certain things that just are. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's no, absolutely. Spiritual, not religious. <laughs> That's me. My daddy raised yeah. me in the church, though. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I broke loose. N- not at all. <laughs> Your daddy raised you in church? We didn't go to church. Really? We went to church up. Well, you know, we went to church up until a certain age, and then it just, uh. Yeah, it's everybody, stopped, though. We stopped going. I think it's every black family. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not? Mm-mm, I was raised Muslim. My parents actually changed their religion. Not the Farrakhan. I always say not Farrakhan Muslim. The Sunni, you weren't the NOI. Sunni Muslim? Yeah, okay. they, they were not. Yeah, they were not with the NOI. <laughs> and so, yeah, that's why my name is Jana Rasul. That's why I know oh. the Arabic with the Aki. Okay. And, you know, we were talking about that no, earlier. Like um, but, yeah, so I, I, I was raised going to the mosque and going to the... To the temple. So let me ask you, okay, since, since we all in that lane, mm-hmm. so it's a difference between Farrakhan Muslim and regular Muslim? Because there's Sunni, Shiites, there's a, there's a lot of different difference, difference mm-hmm. between So do y'all Muslim. disagree with Farrakhan Muslims? Um, or y'all just think they're the fake ones? Oh! <laughs> that's just to be real, though. Like, yeah. there's got to be a real and a fake. In everything, in every religion. Oh, hey, really, Farrakhan, we would just say print the, the, Elijah Muhammad, or you know, he, followers okay, of Elijah so Muhammad. must be the, um, the, I guess, the golden child, like the yeah, he one took, that everybody puts out there as the one to do it. But when it really comes down to it, behind the scenes, he's really not. Well. He's the face of some others. I, I don't know, you know, how many NOI people are listening, but I do know that, um, so... 
I don't want to talk bad about Elijah Muhammad because Elijah Muhammad did, you know, what he came to do. And a lot of black people have, you know, better lives now because of it. But Elijah Muhammad uh, listened to, and I don't know if you guys saw Malcolm X. I mm-hmm. think a little bit of this was touched upon, but he basically listened to an Arab man, which is so funny to me because the Nation of Islam's foundation is like how the black man is king and black man is God and all these kind of things. But the original founder is an Arab um, <laughs> from the Middle East. And mm. he kind of taught Elijah Muhammad. Elijah Muhammad couldn't read. Um, I want to say he went to like, he has like a third grade education. And so he just basically listened to a lot of the things this guy said. And so um, they kind of like incorporated Islam, but then added some other stuff. Oh, sounds like the Bible to me. Yeah. So that's why Malcolm, like when he found out, you know, that he started speaking his shit. He started. So, so my parents actually were uh, followers of Elijah Muhammad's son who broke away from the Nation of Islam and went to Sunni Islam, um, which is what Malcolm also was practicing. Um, after, but prior to his Y'all death. saw Malcolm X yeah. when he went to yeah, Mecca. Prior to that, he yeah. went on his pilgrimage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And he so. saw there were, you know, Muslims of all different colors and race mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, and really they learned about what Islam really, really is. is. So that's mm-hmm. what my parents, they follow. Wow. That. Okay. So your parents are In still your opinion, Muslim to this day. Reverend yes. Jay, are you not? You're not practicing. I do not, not, practice. not practice. Okay. No. Okay. okay. In your opinion, Reverend Jay's opinion. Mm-hmm. Do you think the Nation of Islam killed Malcolm X? I think the government killed Malcolm X, oh, and I think they paid okay. people in the Nation of Islam to help them. To execute that. And, and, yeah. and they all covered it up. Too. Every nigga got a price. Yeah. No. I mean, yeah. now you know you you see every, that the government and also NYPD was involved. Yeah. In well, I mean, Malcolm had just, like, if you really follow Malcolm and you don't just listen, because, so Alex Haley's book, people think that's like his real biography, but Alex Haley was kind of a novelist. Like, even with Roots, people think that's, like, a real story. It's, like, it's made up. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's not a history lesson. People are like, we're going to sit our children down, Black History Month, and right, have right. them watch Teach Roots. Them Kunta. Kunta, yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, Chicken Joe. He wasn't a real person. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so um, they kind of did that with Malcolm's story. Yeah. But um, Malcolm had actually went to Africa, and I cannot remember the brother's name. But Malcolm... Um, I had that book. I know what you're talking about. Malcolm was getting ready to go to the United Nations and have them do what they've done now. And he was going to um, have talk about how America was basically racist against the black American. Mm -hmm. And he and this brother from Africa were talking about Pan-Africanism. They were talking about combining our money. Um, That's what happened with with Martin, too. Martin started talking about money and started talking about how integration was not what he thought or what he wanted it to be. And then they killed him because he started talking that same stuff Malcolm was talking. Mm -hmm. But um, basically... Don't talk that shit Malcolm. It's the same thing that always happened to black folks. Black Wall Street, prime example. Mm -hmm. The white folks Mm -hmm. didn't want us to... um, they enjoyed segregation, but at, at the same time, they didn't want us to establish our own. Right. It's the same right. thing. Right. Our so own monetary, I say monetary, our own monetary mm-hmm. system, our yeah. own mm-hmm. uh, banking system. They didn't want us to have anything. They, the so they, necessities says, for that's right. community. For yeah. a community. Education, yeah. grocery, bank. They want you yeah. to be dependent. But just even bringing it back to the Malcolm thing, because this is so important. I want y'all to look it yeah, up. Yeah, I want yeah. your listeners to look it up. Like this brother I'm talking about in Africa, um, he actually was murdered the week before 
Malcolm was murdered. Wow. So right after they had their meeting and they were going to go to the United Nations, he was assassinated. Mm. And then Malcolm was in assassinated Africa, here. here. In Africa. Mm-hmm. I mean, the yeah. FBI, I'm, I'm the FBI trail, was. they followed Malcolm the entire yes. time he was in Africa. Mm-hmm. Definitely. J. Edgar Hoover mm-hmm. put that much energy. Man, we don't get started in J. Edgar Hoover. I'm just going to be quiet. Come on now. I don't want to talk about J. Well, we're about to talk about them when we talk about normal. And, and well, you know what? Right. So, <laughs> about to dig right, in. so we talk. might as well get into it. Like, yeah. yeah. So we'll, I'll, I'll pass it back to you. And you you can pass it back on to me? You, well, well, we've already done no, the introduction now. Yeah, the introduction. <laughs> Did we already do it? Oh, I think we've done I it. Did you finish it? Y'all need to finish it? No. No, 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 no. We've done the introduction. I mean, it's... Jenna, yes. I'm sorry, Reverend J. Yes. Rev J speaks for herself. Well, if anybody's and in the gonna, streets, look, you know they're looking for her. They're not gonna find Reverend J if they reach out to Atlanta Normal. So, Rev, so Jenna yeah, Rasul yeah, yeah. is the but executive. But look for me in the urban holistic to, healthcare, which yeah. I'm also gonna talk about as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I definitely do cannabis medicine and things yeah. of that nature. Then, yeah, that that's who I am. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, or if yeah. you or if you're looking uh-huh. for the executive director of a, a yeah. ATL Normal, normal. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. you know what I'm saying. But her so, government name is. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all so just keep throwing it on out there. I work for a certain school system. You know. Look, <laughs> don't be <laughs> looking for her. Don't okay. let me. Um, don't make me get started on these certain school systems. Right. It's, it's in the. It's in the hood. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But but my school isn't. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. yeah. It's not. You work at Barack Obama. No, I don't. <laughs> it Frederick is a- Douglass. You know that oh That's how a person gets to school No Barack Obama have a, It's a Barack Obama school right? It's on Boulder Crest or something right mm-hmm. 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 Yeah I don't It's I don't a technology a school or something Yeah Okay, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. I used to But no I don't work for Not anymore, anymore. Mm-hmm. No. Okay We'll get into that one later on Maybe <laughs> off, off camera But yeah so Tell us about ATL Normal For those yes. who've never heard of ATL Normal yes. What is normal And what is ATL Normal Thank you I was getting yeah. ready to say What is normal too. Awesome So yeah So Normal is a national organization That's been around for 50 years They're very 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 important In a lot of the legislation That you see around the country um, Involving marijuana um, We actually at the national level Have lobbyists Who actually sits down All of the, the more act That's one of the bills mm-hmm. That you know We may get into talking about later um, you know, they work with them to actually write the, 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 write the legislation for the bills. Um, but Normal is the National Organization for the Reform of Marijuana Laws. And in Georgia, they actually have a Peachtree Normal. Mm-hmm. And they also have a Women Normal Alliance or something of that nature. I was very involved with Peachtree Normal. I still wear their little band um, because I was involved with them. But what I noticed... Um, as I worked with them, you know, they're great people, but they definitely didn't have anything in any of their literature, in any of their meetings, any of their discourse, any of the things they were going to the courts about having to do with black, brown, indigenous um, people. And that really bothered me because I know how um, destructive the drug war has been to our community mm-hmm. in particular um, with four times with black people being arrested for cannabis yeah. uh, four times yep. more than yep. other racial groups. I was for sure. <laughs> even though we all use marijuana in the same ratios, mm-hmm. um, you know, that was a problem for me. And so it started, this is around the time when Charlotte's Web, Charlotte's is not Charlotte's Web, but Charlotte's. Charlotte's Char- No, Charlotte's, uh, it's, a, it's a hemp CBD strain. I oh, think okay. it's called Charlotte's Web. Um, but but uh, there was a little girl who had ec- uh, ep- well, epilepsy. epilepsy. Yeah, and so they developed a strain of hemp 
to help people who are having epileptic seizures. And so here at Peace Tree Normal, a lot of their things were, let's talk about the parents and, you know, let's talk about the, sorry, but it was like little white kids who like need this medicine. And I was like, well, what about the black people right here around the corner who getting arrested and y'all not talking about that? So Atlanta Normal um, came about because um, the former executive director was working with Chicago Normal. And I don't know if you guys are aware, but in Illinois right now, cannabis is legal. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. So we, we up in Chicago. Yeah, definitely. Yep. So yep. our sister organization is Chicago Normal, and they actually are some of the spearheads of the social equity um, things that are going, uh, that are that are coming to pass right now, even with licensing and stuff like that. So when our former executive director came here to Georgia, she was like, you know, I don't see anyone who's actively working in that space for us, you know, by us. Um, even when you look at the other organizations, boards, Peachtree Normal, they're not diverse at all when it comes to their racial structure. Yeah. So, you know, we were like, you know what? We can't keep talking about it. We've got to do it. Do something. So yeah. that's, that's how Atlanta Normal was born. Wow. Okay. That's dope. That's dope. Definitely um, Atlanta Normal is needed. Mm -hmm. um, oh, now yeah. that we hear, now, you know, I hear you talk about a little bit about the sister organizations. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And there's no representation of us in those organizations. And with you probably being one of the only black people in that organization. Mm-hmm. Mm you know, how far could you go to really kind of push an agenda to include us? Well, an agenda without having to go start a whole new, just call it what it is, black normal. Right, right, we right. We black right, normal right, over right, here. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I want to say, you know, I, I, I'm not the best at being politically correct, but I want to say minorities from medical marijuana kind of have that space. They're yeah. kind of like the black normal. So there's a minority from <laughs> okay. medical marijuana? Yes, or okay. MM, minorities from medical marijuana. I think marijuana. I've seen that before. They do have a chapter here okay. in Georgia okay. that we're getting ready to work very closely with, um, with expungement clinics and things like that. But um, yeah, definitely. So it's interesting that you brought that up because I want to say, you know, during coronavirus, um, a lot of us learned a lot of different things. Um, I learned how to do a full face of makeup with lashes. And you look amazing. Thank you. But then some people also learned that, you know, we have this Black Lives Matter movement that they weren't pay paying attention to. And I think us being in the house, it opened a lot of people's eyes. And, you mm -hmm. know, for some people, it's like a, a hot topic. And so they may not necessarily care about what Black Lives Matter means, yeah. but they still want to be involved yeah. in some type of way. And they right. still want to say that they have diversity mm -hmm. in their White organizations. Hello, guilt. okay? <laughs> so that's kind of happening White in national guilt. normal right now. So with us stepping into the scene um, at this time, it's perfect because national normal is realizing that they don't have any diversity on their staff Either. Either, yeah. And, you know, they're Actually. actually, they've asked us, they've asked Chicago Normal, they've asked Wisconsin Normal because they have a black guy. I don't even know black people lived in Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they do. <laughs> yeah. They do. Mm -hmm. So they've gotten us together. Everywhere. Yeah, and, and so now we're like heading a diversity and inclusion committee within National Normal. So we're definitely breaking down barriers, not just in the streets, but also in these organizations as well. Like I said, 50 years they've been doing this, so... You know, they're they're pretty big. Hey, man, Willie Nelson been trying to get weed legal for 
about 50 years or something. Yeah, I know, right? He yeah. was smoke anyway, so. Yeah, Willie Nelson said he smoked on the roof of the White House. That's right. Well, <laughs> Willie Nelson is also making lots of money in the cannabis industry right now. Yes. Exactly. And, and our brothers and sisters are locked down. So yeah. somebody just well, got arrested right now. It goes I'm back sure. to drugs, period. I mean, mm-hmm. of course, we're going to get arrested and go to jail and get ticketed and fined at a higher rate. And yeah. we're not, we weren't even the ones. And bringing, killed. And killed. And we weren't even the ones bringing it in. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. And so they get popped on the hand. Right. But we suffer stiffer consequences. Right. Yeah. Well, when it comes to certain drugs, um, I think that there's a, an even deeper um, relationship that black people have to the, to the plant and brown people as well, indigenous and indigenous space as well. Um, because certain things like marijuana, like basically we were the people who were the active growers. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest. Y'all know this to be true. I don't know about that 16, 19. I know a lot of schools don't want to adopt that new curriculum and all that stuff. But we we what? know that, what? you know. CR- CRT? It's called. Is that the uh, you know, critical Race theory? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. CRT. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And the 1619 Project and stuff like that, which was already passed. And now people are saying they're not going to implement it, even though it was passed. Um, but, um, you know, we know that they're not teaching us the truth. But common sense will tell you that if hemp, well, you know what? Let me not even say common sense, because a lot of people don't know that hemp was a crop. Yeah. Um, hemp is a, a form of, of cannabis. Right. And hemp was actually a crop that the founding father George Washington himself said that if farmers were not planting that crop, then they could not get licensing to be planters. So hemp's been around in this country for, first of all, it's been around on the planet for tens of thousands of years. But in terms of the government, um, they were using hemp for money. You know, they were using hemp to- uh, To them uh, it was the same as tobacco, probably. Well, no, because we're just- Not as big as tobacco. Mm-mm. Yeah. So you guys are thinking about smoking, and Whatever I'm talking about a other... whole different right. game other, plan. Other uses, yeah, so, for like, exactly. For mm-hmm. Let shit. me tell y'all, on the Mayflower, the what do they call this? The Nina, the Pinta, the Santa yeah. Maria, all them boats and stuff like that. Like hemp was the rope that was they, holding yeah. them sails up yeah. and things like that. Like hemp was actually what uh, paper because it's pretty strong too. Paper was being made from mm-hmm. hemp yeah. and yeah. things like that. Mm-hmm. So hemp was a huge business. Mm-hmm. And of course, we know those white people weren't planting, growing. They weren't doing anything but telling other people what to do. Mm. And so we were the ones who had our hands in the soil. They actually, at one point in time, were calling hemp a black crop. Because they only wanted black people to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of us don't know that in Kentucky, places like Kentucky, we've been growing hemp for it's never stopped. The production hasn't Shut stopped. Out Kentucky, man. Yeah, home, it hasn't home stopped. From Mary, man. It's, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm from Kentucky. Yeah, so he be out there. He be out there when, with the, at the racetrack okay. during the Kentucky. No, 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 you can get summer jobs doing it. Okay. Wow. Like, as a teenager, you can get like a lot of teenagers used to get summer jobs doing that and hanging tobacco. Mm-hmm. So you can be like 12, 13. Wow. And you go to like a um, certain stores in the city and then the farmers will come pick you up in the early in the mornings and they okay. truck like day laborers. All yeah, right. They, they yeah. Point out to people that they want. Just like uh-uh. <laughs> slaves. Exactly like Give slaves. me him. Yeah. yeah. They but get, at least they, they get, get paid. The big bucks. Yeah. Yeah. At least but they get they, paid yeah, now. Get, they, you, like, <laughs> As young black men, that was good money. You come yeah. out there with about two fifty, three hundred a day. day. Mm-hmm. You'll work your ass off. Might wow. get bit by a couple of snakes or whatever, but you you come out there with about three hundred <laughs> a day. You do it a couple of days a week. You yeah. got enough to buy you an ounce or two. 
Mm-hmm. Do your own thing. That's <laughs> right. That's yeah. right. That's how. That's, that's just the mindset that young black men be having is like, all I need to do is just to grab that's this quick money, money right there. Mm-hmm. real quick, and mm-hmm. then I ain't got to do it no more. But mm-hmm. you know, and then we'll end up getting locked up for it for hanging and growing. And I I was going to say, like, we've been doing that, too. You know, we were doing that during slavery and then slavery ended. And well, slavery supposedly, supposedly ended. (laughs) And then they didn't want to pay black people to do the work that we had already been doing. So that's when white people became came into this space. So now if you look, who's the owners of all of the hemp farms? Mm. White people, when they weren't even growing it at all. This is in our DNA. This is something that is our birthright. And so, you know, that's why I'm so passionate about it, because I think that especially black people, brown people, indigenous people, if we really learn the history of cannabis prohibition, we're going to be so disgusted Mm. at the fact that this war on drugs was created to, to incarcerate us, to make us, to put exactly. us, to make us laborers again, exactly. free labor, it, and for private, for private um, firms and companies mm-hmm. to be able to make money off of us. Definitely, definitely. There's, and they had to add the racial element to it because that's one of the reasons why cannabis is illegal today. By the way, ATL Normal and uh, Urban Holistic Healthcare, we're putting together courses um, in order to educate our people on these things. And not just our people, everyone, because that really bothers me when people are like, well, Black History Month, Black children should be learning. No, everyone should be learning because this is all of our history. We all... Yeah. Are from everybody played a part in it. Why yeah. are you black? Like, yeah. That's what I when they do the CRT shit, they talking yeah. about like, you know, y'all don't want to teach it anymore or you know, inform people of what really happened. This is how this infrastructure came Hello. to be. Exactly. The same way like, we was struggle exactly. from it is the same way y'all benefited from it. And yeah. are benefiting today with to this day. billions of dollars to while this, we continue to, to be being arrested. <laughs> yeah. To this day. Just like you said, we we were the first Agriculturalists, mm-hmm. we were Everything. architects, mm-hmm. we were the healers, mm-hmm. we were before doctors, right? Before mm-hmm. the American oh, man, Medical we Association, everything. we were doing that. Mm-hmm. I, I think they had no idea of how to set up this country they until they started coming to get. They still they don't. Brought the only thing in. they know how to do is to get rid of us, exactly and by the, any means necessary, exactly. or get it Even done. Death. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, just by any means necessary. That's their goal. Yeah, that's how evil I think the white man is. Is like mm. to the point where. By any means necessary, we need to get rid of the black people because the black people don't even know their own power. I was just saying that last mm-hmm. week. Like, mm-hmm. if we did our history and tapped into our powers mm-hmm. and our knowledge and the stuff, and it's mm-hmm. more or less not having the knowledge. It's yeah. not having the knowledge. It's not, having the knowledge. Not, like, not even wanting the knowledge, though. Not even caring about the mm-hmm. knowledge because you think about, like, I wonder how many dumb entertainers there really is. Like, <laughs> oh, think about it, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, once you start making money, a lot of Knowledge you don't want, mm-hmm. like you just you don't care about because you knowledge. feel like you, like well, Lil you Wayne, like Lil Wayne it. is an example. Yes, right. when he said well, example. when he said that racism and what what was was some of the other things he said it didn't exist. It didn't affect. Mm-hmm. It don't affect him. Mm-hmm. And it well, didn't, it, it didn't because you have money, but it still have does though. Every time you get but on your tour bus man. and the police <laughs> randomly want to come on your tour bus and search your tour you're bus all the time, you still you still what did Jay Z say? Broke nigga, rich nigga, dark nigga, nigga, light yeah. nigga, yeah. still yeah. nigga. And then yeah. so just recently, like you lucky because you got these gun charges and Trump 
Yeah, I mean, you just yeah. a federal kind. Like you, you can't even have this. Go, mm-hmm. Like they, they walk on, on this bus. Well, like yeah. they searching your stuff. Like so, yeah. Just because you a man, you you rich, you still money. It. Money, money doesn't buy common sense. We all know that. That's money right. buys a whole lot of things. It doesn't buy common sense. That's right. But back to what you were saying about history. Things that need to be taught mm-hmm. is the history of the black. I think it starts with the voyage <laughs> because you mentioned. Um, we were the first, you know, people, the agriculturalists, you know, architectures. You know, I know I'm from Africa. Boys yeah. <laughs> right? When you think about the reason why the, the slave trade happened mm-hmm. and what the contributions of black people mm-hmm. to America is. Yeah. You really start to see Everything. how powerful, right? Yeah. But people mm-hmm. don't see that. Yeah. People don't see that. We also don't see that we were here before the slave trade yep. because we were travelers, have always been yep. travelers, yep. have always wanted to go Just out and about. about. What a slave's boat looked like back in the day. Um, you probably had rims and shit. <laughs> hey, slave boat. Well, boat. this is Travelers had hydraulics and shit, well, gold-plated spears and shit. I'm going to tell you, when you said gold-plated spears, you were saying something right there because that's a fact. When Columbus actually met um, the first Indians, Native Americans, you because they weren't Indians, um, the first Native people, one, they were very dark-skinned. They're not the Native Americans that we yeah. think of today. Like California, Queen Khalifa? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. They're very dark-skinned. And, and you, you know, he didn't even get that far. Columbus no. was in, which is another thing that... Oh, Y'all got Preach. me on this pedestal. I'm telling you, time. go ahead, here, real. Take your time. We sister. sit here and talk about Christopher Columbus as if he wasn't a whole Spanish person. His name was Cristobal Colon. Yep. Okay. But he, I tell it wasn't, she knows Americans stuff. always want to switch stuff around in the English, make it an English thing. Yeah. Christopher yeah. Columbus was I, I Christopal Colon. I had this conversation Cologne. with folks the other day too. I say, well, y'all mad at white folks for slavery? You better be mad at them damn Spaniards. Well, too. the Spanish are white. They from Europe too. <laughs> so they, the Portuguese, let's not get the Dutch, twister, right? The, yeah. yeah. We got here because. Of them too. Yeah, well, but like you said, like Columbus we were, didn't even go all the way to California, but California was Native Americans. California was named after Queen Khalifa, who was right. happened to be a Native, um, an African, African. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But also, just going to the, the Golden Spears when he met those Native Americans, one of the reasons why Columbus thought there was gold here is because they had gold on the top of their spears, but wow. the gold actually is a derivative of Africa. So that's one of the ways that and they, that's why they know. Back to yeah, Africa yeah, to, to go. To, Soak them dry of all their gold. Well, they were already going to Africa. You know, they remember remember that that part of the world knew Knew about about Africa Africa, and India and all of that thing. They didn't necessarily know about this part of the world, but Africans knew about this part of the world because they were already coming here. Mm -hmm. It is a little known fact that Columbus actually even used uh, black black sailors. Mm -hmm. I believe that. To I've help him get I here. That. I believe that. Yeah. So there was no confusion when he got here. Let me tell you something. You are schooling us. Right. What route are we taking? No, seriously, because I I honestly had heard, but I didn't know that there were Africans who were in America mm-hmm. or, you know, black people yeah. that were in America before the mm-hmm. slave They were African. They were yeah, we have that name black. But, mm-hmm. Well, African. You know, right? you know where that came from later on down the road. Right. So... Told y'all she knows this stuff. I definitely do. I mean, we love to settle, right? We love to migrate. And then I'm sure like some people are like, honey, fine over here. You know what? I'm going to build my thing here. Y'all go ahead back to Africa. I'm going to chill here. Yeah. And so, I mean, if you look at certain parts of the Native world, which again, we're not taught these things. We're taught Native Americans died off, right? Mm -hmm. Christopher Columbus killed them off with the the, uh, the smallpox and the blankets. Yes, all the diseases. (laughs) Uh Cowboys. But if you go to like, uh, I I don't want 
to say which pyramid it is because I do not remember, but we know there's a lot of ruins in South America, Central America. Mm. And there isn't a pyramid that is in the exact um, 180 degree um, positioning as the temples in Africa. And they both are... They do the same thing, like with the solstice, the, the spring Ooh. solstice, when the, the sun meets certain parts uh-huh. of the steps, they create a snake and they create a portal. The same thing happens in Africa. Like, where were they getting these ideas from? Wow. You know, the pyramids look very similar. Where were they getting these ideas from? Mm. You know what I mean? So there's definitely- Have you ever seen the pyramids? I just came back from Tulum. And I did see some pyramids there, but I have not been to the ones in Africa now. Okay. Mm-hmm. So are you the ones in Tulum big like the ones in Africa? So they're definitely dilapidated and, and they're a different structure than the ones that I went to. Okay. Um, but again, there's so many different ones because I know there's one, Chichen Itza or something, Chichen Itza, the Aztec uh-huh. one. That's the a Aztec seventh one. wonder of the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I know there are some, I want to say that might be the one that is... In like the proximity, yeah, but um, all this stuff is Googleable. Everybody, you know, I don't, I don't right, make right, these right. things up. No, nah, school, um, school is. Yeah, but um, no, it, they were. To be honest with you, it was a very, very spiritual space just to be on that land because the Mayans, I mean, they're fathers of civilization, mm-hmm. civilization as well, mm-hmm. and again. Their traditions very much coincide with a lot of the indigenous indigenous, indigenous. traditions mm-hmm. on an African um, mm-hmm. continent. So, I mean, we all know, y'all. At one point in time, everything was one, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, we yes. know the science. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just all kind of, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow, schoolers, mm-hmm. schoolers. I'm shocked. Yeah, so much. There's so much things Mm -hmm. that we need to talk about. And I just, you know, you guys were talking about how, you know, um, what do they call the CRT? Yeah. yeah, because that's critical. actually a test. Critical race theory. You know they all they you know they acronym for everything. Yeah, CRT. yeah, yeah. Call and people are fighting against it. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It's well, a big thing. Well, well, if they want it, the white people gonna make it happen. I mean that's these re- one thing especially in these Republican states where the governor Republican governors and there's Republican run House and Senate. They've been doing it. I don't know about I don't even look at the color shit no more. All the motherfuckers is crazy. Well, you, I'm just they saying, all, it's, it's blue. You're going to see it, you gonna see it pass mm-hmm. in those states first. Like, all like Man, Texas, but I Florida. See the, I'd rather see weed pass in those South states. South Carolina, it's gonna, all them states going to be the first ones to pass that had these Republican governors because, you know, they still trying to appeal to the Trump base. So, this is the shit they're doing. But this is the new thing that they all. I want to say that the 1619 project was something that was like an executive kind of thing. Like yeah, it, 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 started on, it started on at, right? Trump, on, at Trump's level. Executive um, level, yeah, he did. He, that, I think it started like four years ago. Because I, I don't. Well, because and he yeah. was saying something like, if people were going to start implementing that, that they were going to stop funding and certain things for mm-hmm. schools. Yeah, stop funding it, schools. Yeah, it was a big thing, but it was things that had already been passed. And you know, like we were saying, what I don't understand is that this is history. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it's an agenda. It's not like it's a, a, a demeaning of of whiteness. It's the truth. Yeah. Well, that's what they, that's what they're saying. They're saying is that you're teaching kids to be racist against white kids yeah. in school no. by teaching them. No, their parents, that, yeah. their grandparents, is teaching them yeah. to be racist. No. And uh, and us learning all of the lies, even white people. Mm-hmm. learning all of the lies that mm-hmm. have been taught to us in school because you're omitting mm-hmm. things. The, the like, truth, yeah. I, the, in my role, I teach English as a second language. Mm-hmm. So, which has really What's your changed. your first language? 
English is my first language. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you said second language like you know another language. I do. Um, oh. I do. And that's but, the first thing people always ask. But to be an ESOL teacher, you do not have to know another language because you're teaching English. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you can have English, so, English. But I do speak Spanish. Okay. Um, that's a whole nother topic. Okay. Um, but... Um, so because I'm, I used to be an elementary school teacher and so I was in my classroom and I was of that thinking that what's happening in our school systems is because of things outside of teachers. And now I go to other teachers' classrooms and I'm in high school. And so I used to teach elementary school. Now I teach high school and I see mm, it's the teachers too. You know, they're they're teaching lies Mm -hmm. and it's blatant lies. I mean, I'm in world history and U.S. history and they don't talk about black people. The only black person, let me tell you, let me back that up. He talk about Martin Luther the King. (laughs) They do not talk about Rosa Rosa Parks. Parks. They don't stop talking about Rosa. They do not talk about. And when they talk about slavery, it may be one class period. And they that that they they just talk about uh, the economics of it. They don't really talk about what happened mm. during slavery. Oh, slavery y'all was a, y'all was an asset. Y'all came over exactly. here. Y'all helped make this country mm-hmm. great again. Yeah, we came over as entrepreneurs <laughs> wanting to. <laughs> you just said the whole tagline. Yeah, we came to make the country great. We right, came to help right. them build this. We came this. as workers. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah volunteer workers. A volunteer. That's right. right. Uh-huh. We built um, this joint for yeah, free. Yeah, uh, somebody I was talking. I got some friends from Atlanta, and they said their teachers in high school used to tell them. Cheat so you won't have to repeat. Really? What? Wow. And they said that was the best advice they ever had in life. I said, y'all niggas is crazy. Well, that's why they had that APS cheating scandal. That was a whole thing. I shouldn't even be hanging with y'all niggas if y'all thought that was the greatest advice in the world. Right. What? Shit I ever heard of. Cheat so you won't have to repeat? I was like, but cheat so you won't have to repeat. It's some dumb shit. Yeah. Well, no, that- and also it it takes a lot it takes a lot off of the teachers now because if you pass and they don't have to worry about failing you. Mm-hmm. For you cheating. That's that's really but easy. You know what's it's not an easy it's an easy way out for the student and, and the teacher. teacher. Yeah. yeah. That's wow. just stupid. That's true. But you know what I'm more scared of? <laughs> like all these kids that passed due to the pandemic. Oh yeah. How yeah, much they lost. I love that conversation because it just is hilarious to me because it's like, what are they really losing? Huh? We just sat here and talked about how the education system is crap because they teach them lies. Mm-hmm. So how much did they really gain is some things we should be talking about because they got to spend time with their families that they have not been able of, to do. A lot of people didn't. A lot of people had to uh, babysit their little sister, help their brother, you know, get mm-hmm. online. You know what I'm saying? Like it was yeah. more of an adult duties Right. Well, they really was doing that anyway it. after school. Yeah, but I'm saying now they got to do it during school. <laughs> Full so time. Mm-hmm. That's eight hours during school and after school. Yeah. Right. So that's like nine, ten hours that they have to do that. Right. But and you just talked about losing an education. And I'm speaking specifically about I'm the curriculum. The I'm saying yeah. the basics. So say mm-hmm. like not even so much high school students. Mm-hmm. I'm speaking of like the elementary students who's just learning mathematics. Because I feel like. ABCs, one, two, threes. A, uh, and reading. You know, mm-hmm. reading, ABCs, writing, and math and writing. Mm-hmm. Those are the subjects that I've used in my life since right. I graduated. Mm-hmm. Everything else, and, and math don't even have to go as high as it needs to. Math can stop at subtraction and addition. It could definitely can because I don't, I don't divide. I know nothing about fractions in my life. Prove or find X mm-hmm. in no situation mm-hmm. outside oh, e- of school. Equal Y, nothing. In. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So fractions, I never had to break nothing down. 
because I'm not a carpenter. Maybe a carpenter might need that. Mm-hmm. But I ain't never had to break no fractions down. Me. And I ain't never had to solve for X. Me either. So I don't even understand why they do algebra and geometry. I unless you're going into that field. So, I agree. Unless you're going into engineering, something so like that. Like, I'm just saying those Never. kids that had yeah. the pandemic that was learning those basics mm-hmm. would not, without a parent at home to teach them, help them. Mm-hmm. Not even teach them, but Shit, help them. Yeah, I can't help you with your homework. It depends you know what on saying? what like, it is. I at can write home, a-, a few years ago, they taught, they took away cursive writing. Mm. I want to say that was more than a few years ago. Was it? Uh, yeah, they 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 haven't been teaching cursive. Well, you know what? I'm from up north, so they yeah, haven't so been I teaching cursive writing for a long time. Wow. Kentucky, so mm-hmm. about five or six years ago, they stopped teaching cursive writing. Yeah, why? Well, I had to teach my daughter how to write her name in cursive. Well, something that's gonna they did that on purpose because when you use cursive, most first of all, most of the old documents that we read in history, historical documents, are written in cursive. Mm-hmm. So if you don't teach people cursive, then they, they can't, can't read. read. They Right. So, um, yeah, let's let's break down the school system because really when you're talking about what you're saying is a valid point. What you're saying is what a lot of parents were saying. Right. What about the kids? What about their education? But if we look at the comprehension level of children, especially black children today, especially black boys, Mm -hmm. something that I'm going to tell you guys right now, I'm not sure if you know, but they base the prisons that are built on the results of the third grade reading test. What? The third grade reading test. Prison uh, pipeline. That's right. We're already not on level by third grade. Wow. So that's a oh. bigger thing that we need to talk about. That was when the schools yeah. were yeah. functional and before COVID, we were already failing our black and brown and indigenous populations in the school system. So basically you're saying they're taking it, they, they're using those numbers and they're building estimates mm-hmm. on how many individuals are going to be I'll incarcerated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's the reading test, like you said. They don't really care about the math test. It's the reading test because they know that if you don't have a solid foundation by that age, then it's pretty much going to be downhill from there, especially if you stay in the public school system. The public school system is one of the worst things that could have happened to black, brown, and indigenous people. Well, mm-hmm. no, so I, I would say the public schools thing is the worst thing yeah. to happen to black and brown people when segregation, when exactly. when they seg- when they, yeah. they desegregated yeah. schools. Yeah. yeah, Because I have yeah. family members I agree. who I went agree. to segregated schools. They said that, some of them said that's the worst that thing that ever happened to them. Yeah. No, I totally, totally, totally agree with that statement. Desegregation. I should, I should bring it back, right? Because I think even earlier um, we were having a conversation and talking about how, um, well, I wanted to talk about how the first universities were, Af- were actually in Africa and the Europeans, Plato and Socrates and all of them were going to the Africans to get their education. So we have always been involved in education. Once again, we were talking about agriculture and how yeah. we left the agriculture space. We mm-hmm. left the education space too. So the majority of teachers are not people who represent the populations Us. that mm-hmm. they teach mm. and they're teaching a bullshit curriculum. So if you're learning something like in the segregated school, before integration before happened, integration, we had right. um, we had more knowledge of self. 
because we taught ourselves. Right. And even you though know, we didn't have all the material, we, we didn't have the same materials, mm-hmm. we didn't have, we had dilapidated books and everything else. We was, all learned in the same but class. But we all learned in the same class degrees. and we learned from people who look like us. Mm-hmm. First of all, think about when it was illegal for us to even for learn you, how to read. To we, was, we were still right. learning how to read. Right. So obviously, you know, that 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 isn't something that keeps us from from having the skills that we need, what has kept us from having the skills that we need is to your point. I totally agree with that. That integration has really, really, really messed up um, African Americans in particular. Um, so, what do we do? How do we get back? So, I think education. I think the people who do know. So, one thing that I think integration uh, ha- uh, uh, brought into our community is not riches. Right? We've always known what riches were, but we were united. We had a similar, regardless if you were of the Malcolm or the Martin, you know, school of thought, because they always want to polarize them mm-hmm. as if they are so opposite. Yeah. You know, we still had a common goal. Yeah. And once you brought that uh, capitalistic mind, uh, mindset into things, that white supremacist point of view, when you started with the integration, um, we lost that common viewpoint. Some people are mm-hmm. able to excel in ways that others were not. And we didn't do that reach back. And so now we see that when you're talking about little Wayne, who says, well, that, that doesn't bother me. That doesn't, you know, have anything to do with me. Racism doesn't exist. You know, we see that disconnect. Whereas there was a point in time when regardless of the money you had, Josephine Baker, um, Paul Robeson, yeah. you know, they still were outcasted. Eartha Kitt, mm-hmm. you know, they still were outcasted and had to make their money in other countries. Yeah. So, you know, I think we forget about that, but also we don't know. Yeah. And so to your point, I mean, to, to go back to your question, um, we need to be educated. The people who do know need to stop taking it other places. Look at my favorite person. I'm being sarcastic. Uh, what's the professor with the glasses? He, oh, ooh. Com- he uh, Cornell West. Yes. Cornell, right? Cornell look at, West. Look what happened to him. They won't even give him tenure. Tenure? Nope. He could have been working at a HBCU for five mm. years and gotten, or tenure, however is the time, yeah. and gotten tenure. Now look how old you are. Yep. I met him a couple of years back. I did an interview with him. Oh, wow. And look at he was he, it, how, he signed a couple of his books for me. Yeah, well. Real nice guy, man. Yeah, but he was one of those people that, you know, following that that white supremacist, yep. you know, way mm-hmm. of thinking and viewpoint. Wow. And My now, first pitch on Instagram was with him. Mm-hmm. Ever. What's, <laughs> what's he doing for our community? What's he doing for our people? Going to Harvard mm-hmm. and the school of white people is not helping our community. Depends on what he's teaching. What, but what? See, I'm not going to go all into that because I've studied, you know, certain things about him and looked certain things up and looked up certain pathways that, you know, he, I, I don't want to, you know, get, get into all of that with him because it's so much to talk know, about with him. Like yeah. He presents very well. He presents But well. ain't that everybody? Ain't that like the, <laughs> the boys walking? No, the, some people are really out in the streets, though. Some people are really doing it. Example? Um, I don't, so... I don't know if people would necessarily know <laughs> who these exactly. people are because they are yeah. HBCUs. Exactly. That's what <laughs> so, I'm yeah. so like, if they don't know, they don't know. For some reason, everybody knows Cornell West. So what did he do to get where he's at? Because he sniff up the white people. Yeah, because yeah. he's at Harvard. Yeah, just like the, uh, uh, what's her name that does all Shonda Rhimes. Mm-hmm. Like everybody know who she is too. But look at what she's doing with the platform that she has. What's she doing? Explain. 
Okay, so I don't know, let's but talk. every single Shonda Rhimes thing that I see, there's always a black woman with a white man. I don't have any problem with that. But as a black woman in that space, the love story is never a black, black love story. It's always, even with Bridgerton or whatever, Bridgerton or whatever. Mm-hmm. Bridgerton, I, I, Bridgerton. I didn't even watch that. Yeah, yeah I don't, I don't you know, scandal. Every every single time, see, get away with murder. it's always a black uh, independent, strong, you know, woman and a white man. Like, she never... I never watched any of her stuff. So, where's yeah. the lie, though? In I reality. Mean, I mean... In reality. I ain't saying that it don't exist, but it's far and few. What is far and few? Black and black. I don't think that's true at all. I don't think that's true. You know? Well, first of all, why are we even talk about this? We went all the way in the whole I'm about to say, because this is a podcast and we're just talking. We're just talking. I know, this is I know. Edu- this is education. I, know, I, I, I know. want to know your views. And I'm not saying, Sh- I, I think Shonda Rams is a, a wonderful writer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've, lo- I've, I've watched um, Murder. How to Get Away with Murder was one of my favorite shows. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I watched it as well. I watched it up until, up until like the last two seasons. It started to get real watered down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never watched Bridgerton and all that. So then mm-hmm. you take a person like, what do you think about Lena Waithe? I, I think, you know... I- now I'm not gonna see it because I was I don't want to yeah I don't want to I don't want to I, 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 I love L, LG the, the Alphabet Boys but <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be real she Stop. she has implementing a lot of gay stuff yeah in all her shows every show yeah well that's every that's every yeah that's, that's Hollywood that's Hollywood now period that's Hollywood yeah because everything I've seen I sit down and watch like I was watching New Amsterdam the other, last week a couple weeks ago and I don't know why I finally realized I they already had a bad. gay. They ever had the therapist, huh? but now you the, the um, nurse is gay now. So. I think I see a, a fucking. Uh, Where do you see? You, you, you better hope it's on the. You better hope. You better be happy it's on the couch and not the wall. <laughs> I can get it off the wall. How Cleo went down? Say mother, mother Jinx, father Jinx, and she stand up. <laughs> I can't stand y'all. Mother Jinx, get up. Let's go. I'm trying to get this out. But uh, so who was a a black person uh, in the entertainment, writing, or movies that you look up to, that you respect? I ain't going to say look up to, but respect. Well, I mean, I'm uh, I'm just going to be very honest. I think that Hollywood follows a white supremacist system, just like a lot of the things that, you know, Jewish, where we where where we live and and how the world is run. And Mm -hmm. so I don't necessarily look up to anyone um, per se, because I know that that's a false world anyway. Mm -hmm. Like how you, you were just saying how a lot of gay stuff is being put out there, like Hollywood's a lot gay. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of like, like they're putting their the truth out there. Exactly what I'm saying. So where's um, the lie? But, I mean, in terms of, like, something like Scandal, that was based on the actual person. And then they just took it and went to some, like, the first season, I want to say, was based on, wasn't it based on a book or something like that about an oh, actual man. person who worked at the White House? I have and, no idea. Yeah, it I was. I didn't know that. It was. Mm-hmm. And then they just spun it in a way where I think that certain, I think that, a lot of times when things are put out there, it's in a way that they want to make money, right? So they want to see, well, are white people going to watch it, right? And because white people do make up the majority of America, right? We're only 13%. That's just a fact. And so um, when they do that, and this goes back to some stuff that we were talking about earlier as well, it's as if white is the norm, 
And so people who do not fall into whiteness have to find ourselves within the white narrative, but they do not think that white people would do the same. If that makes sense. So, like they don't think not. so the roles that they put us in is the roles that they feel like white people wouldn't absolutely do that they same wouldn't. stuff. No, that's not necessarily so what, what I'm saying. You're saying not like, saying the, so you she's trying, not saying the roles or the, the act, the characters. She's the act. just saying the situation. Oh, it's like it was, if it was a black, yeah. like, so if it was a black president, you know, um, what's her name wouldn't have been white. Well, first of all, I don't even know if they would have even had a black president because even though we have had a black president, we see how much anger and animosity that, that brought out in the country. The mm-hmm. So you, you interrupted something with the white Obama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interrupted something with white people. That's why we got Trump. That's exactly why we got so. Trump, and then we got Charles Guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, he's the follow up of Trump. He's just as fucked up. And y'all gonna see. He pissing me off too. Yeah. Hey man, it's y'all's guy, man. Kamala, so Kamala for, it's man. politics. It's white supremacy. That's, that's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. I don't like, expect any different. That's right. all I'm saying is due to the fact. So what's the end goal for for most black people? I don't think that. that we actually know, and oh. I think that's a problem because we don't even have an end game that is. Outside of the American capitalist mindset. And I'll bring an example of this, right? I just went on a trip to um, Mexico with one of my my friends who is actually one of our board members at Atlanta Normal. And she had 45 women, African-American women in Mexico. And something that I find so... I also used to do travel things in Cuba. Y'all went on a girl trip trip. Right, I love it. Well, I was working. I was was translating. But but, um, what I... I notice is that, you know, for us to be in America, oftentimes we feel or we're fighting for our rights and we're fighting to be seen and we're fighting to be heard and and, and, and mm. those type of things. But then we go to another country and we display the same American capitalistic tendencies that we fight against when we're here in America. And you don't have to. But we don't realize that we've become that. We've yep. become that which we hate, right? if that makes sense. Like, Absolutely. I'll give you an example. A lot of women were upset. We that, don't have that in America. We don't do that in exactly, America. Exactly. Or they were upset that they did not speak English. And it's like, well, time well, out. But you're in their country. They don't have to learn English. Wow. Okay. You're not wow. respecting that people. Like that's the same, that's the same way shit. I feel about watching, <laughs> I'm going to say, so I watch 90 Day Fiance. Mm-hmm. I love that. Oh, that's yeah. my favorite That's show. the same way Man. I feel what? about the Americans who go to the yep. other countries yes. and are so disrespectful yes. to the culture, yes. to religion. But you know what, Yo, I, I watch the, the show, fools. but I hate that shit. Mm-hmm. What, what do they say? Uh, it's, like, it's like you bragging. Yeah, because they do. You know yeah, saying? it is. Like because she's like, oh, I'm an American. I'm mm-hmm. not doing that. Mm-hmm. Right, like, right. Man, you, no, they do that. Right. And they say that stuff. And I'm like, yo, that's, that's right. so disrespectful. Yeah. Remember the, the hot girl, summer girl who was over there with the Arab guy? Oh. And she was like, no. no. She oh, went to Jordan and Brittany. She lives in Atlanta. Oh, she does? Yeah. I'm sure she's all over. Yeah, remember how she's like, I'm not going to wear this. He's so controlling. And it's like, but that's the culture. That's his religion. That's his culture. And you'll get kidnapped and murdered. You got to put that in broad daylight. In broad daylight. That's why I track sex trafficking. Yeah, but that's us. So, you know, I was just saying, like, we've become so far removed, just like with this going back to the marijuana thing. We've become so 
far removed from herbal healing. We were talking about who were the first doctors, right? Yeah. The, the white people didn't have a doctors or anything like that. They were going to the root workers and having mm-hmm. the root, root worker on the field come in, you know, uh, and, and help them mm-hmm. and, you know, assist them with things. Right. And so when they established this American Medical Association and the, these pills and things like that, they actually were copying formulas and things that occur in nature mm-hmm. that the yep. root person was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like a lot of these foundations that we now have, even with people saying, well, I go to Harvard and all of this, when we were learning in a, with a flash, not even a flashlight, with candle, you know, hidden underneath the mm-hmm. blanket and still getting that education that we needed to become Frederick Douglass and, you know, to become those, those types of great people. Um, we don't, We've lost that. We don't realize that. We think that our history started with Juneteenth or, you know what I mean? Like, I hear so many people like, we don't want to talk about slavery. We tired of seeing them slave movies. Like, as if enslaved people, if they weren't here, where would you be? If they didn't sacrifice, we wouldn't even be here. All of them could have just- We wouldn't even have, and I wouldn't even call them luxuries, but we wouldn't have the luxuries just beyond the luxuries yeah. that we have mm-hmm. as black people. Yeah. Comfort. If it wasn't for them. Definitely, you know definitely. Like, for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. so for us to, you know, to, to disregard, our past, I think that's a huge problem that we have because that's exactly what white supremacy wants us to do. Yeah. It wants us to forget who we are mm-hmm. and adopt what they're telling us to. Yeah. And um, you know, so so that's 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 a huge problem. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. So okay, so we will go to back to marijuana. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned the Moore Act earlier. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that is something that I want to say Chuck Schumer. Um, oh Kamala I, Harris. It was Chuck yeah. Schumer and well, Kamala Harris. She well, bagged now she's well, acting she, like she don't want have nothing to do. With no, it was somebody. It was she one of these senators the out of New Jersey, New Jersey. Yeah. and she backed him. Mm-hmm. The one who's dating. I think he's her beard though, Rosario. Rosario Dawson. Booker. Booker. He's gay. She's gay. Like they're just oh. like yeah they. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I, okay. I, I really the feel tea? their beards. Oh, okay. I was like, do you know we something don't we don't know? No, no, no. We just, uh, but opinion, I'm just saying, opinions, I, opinions. You could, are all opinions of our guests. Yeah, That's right. yeah, Sorry. yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, us. you could kind of just look at, you know, look at them and see their backgrounds and see. So okay, it, works. it works. To, I think so. Kind of like the Tyler Perry situation. I knew that wasn't going to be lasting. Like that oh, marriage, that sham of. A, so you think he's gay? Think really, Mary. <laughs> the man yeah. hasn't came out, so I can't say that he's. Yeah, gay. yeah, he don't yeah, need to come yeah. out until he tells me. He's yeah, gay. yeah, and he don't yeah. need to come out. Yeah, oh, y'all wrong. Y'all mm-hmm. dead wrong. And I, and I don't want to label anyone, but right. I do. Well, no, I don't want to say. I don't want to say gay because there's so many letters in between. But I do believe that he does enjoy he men. He's one of the first two. <laughs> I believe he does enjoy men. He, you know, but he could enjoy women too. So I don't know, but I do think he, he enjoys men. He's one of the first two or three. He could go both ways. No, there's so many. There's pansexuals. There's yeah, that's so that's a lot. Many. Yeah, what is that pansexual thing? Yeah, hello. <laughs> now she's so... bringing us some waters. <laughs> well, there's me, so Nana, many. And uh, our guest mm-hmm. Ryan already had one. <laughs> oh, I can't get enough. <laughs> I'm not good Thank for more. Water. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Is that red lights on mine? Yep. Okay. Still good. No, I'm good. You know, <laughs> I have to go you. to the I have to go to the party if I get another one. Thank you, um, King Barack, little young Barack. <laughs> so yeah, 
Where were we? The Moore. Well, you were talking about the Moore Act. Well, yeah. So, yeah. So, basically, what the Moore Act is attempting to do is to federally legalize marijuana all across the nation. Um, and I want to say that they just reintroduced it mm-hmm. um, at the- Because it passed the <laughs> House, right? But that didn't it pass the House mm-hmm. already? It did. Can't remember. It okay. did. But then I want to say that they basically shut it down. And then they're doing some revamping to it, but they just reintroduced it again. And now there's different people who are reintroducing different parts of it in Mm. order to see where that's going to go. But honestly, truly with you guys, I I feel like um, that's important. Yeah. But I also feel like what we're doing in the meanwhile is even more important. Mm -hmm. Because we can still work on a state level. Right. We can definitely still work on a state level, but even with that, we can still be working on the business and, you know, getting crimes reduced and things like that aspect of it as well before laws are even changed. There yeah. are people who are making money in this space and it's not federally federally legal. Mm-hmm. I feel like so when it becomes that federally pop- legal, so it's going to be harder. So what, what do black people oh, need okay, to be I got you. in that space right now? I love that question. Yeah. Where do we need to be? Put I love that question. So something that I think that a lot of us are, you know, of course, in the cannabis business, um, it was set up to put us in jail, and now it's set up to keep us out of the legal space mm-hmm. um, because of some of the certain rules that they do. For instance, they'll say, in order for you to be a farmer, you have to have had your land for three generations. And we know that a lot of us didn't re- understand the importance of land and sold it or gave it up or didn't have it. And so we'll never fit that criteria. So they don't necessarily say no blacks allowed, but they're writing it uh, into the way. They did it they how it in cursive. They did it how how it was. In when, that's what they're doing. Prime example when we were fighting to vote and they made it hard. Somebody had to already there was registered to vote had to back you, or you needed mm-hmm. to know how to say your ABCs backwards, yep. or wow. that they used yep. to know and they yeah. used to ask you all kind of questions yeah. that yeah, you, they had they went they took you through different tests that they yeah. knew you couldn't pass. Yeah, like because if I'm you could a shirt that says I can read cursive. That would, like, that would be dope. That would be dope. Think yeah. about it, though, because mm-hmm. all they're doing is just writing shit in cursive mm-hmm. for a generation that can't even read it. Yeah, they also mm-hmm. put in stuff in books for people who can't read it can't read and it. aren't interested because we have the TV, we have the tablets, we have and the... Of, all of that is purposefully and, 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 done. You know, with that, too, I think the biggest thing that they're doing... And I don't, I, I, this is just a, a theory that I'll be coming up with in my head. Y'all know my head's kind of fucked up. <laughs> but, like, making these younger black men rich real quick to make them not want education. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I was saying earlier, like once you once you reach, if you get a couple of million, three, four million, you ain't really trying to read a book. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You really ain't trying to learn the laws, you know, unless it's going to affect you directly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I, I know I'm a felon. I can't carry this gun. Cool. Yeah. It affects me directly. But what are the gun laws? How do I get my rights back to carry a gun? Mm-hmm. Like those type of things is the things you need rich or poor. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it seems like the more richer that we make younger black men, the dumber they get. Mm-hmm. Mm. Just my opinion. And that could be an agenda. Well, I think that that may have some truth to it when you think of certain spaces. But if you think about like um, the sports space, which we are very dominant in football and basketball, a lot of us go to college. And so you often have to have a degree. But now, to your point, they're they taking not. kids straight That's out of high school. high school. So, yeah, there's some well, truth to, they, to but some you know, of what you're saying. They stopped. But now the NBA... Because, you, you know, the NBA changed their rule. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Um, years that ago. Couple, that was about four years, five years. Uh, it was longer than that. Yeah. It was after Kwame Brown. Kwame Brown was the last player to get drafted straight out of high school. Okay. And that was it. And then the NBA stopped the straight out of high school. But after next year, they coming back. They with coming it. back. With oh it. wow! Some twins gonna come, ain't it? Um, by the time LeBron James' son graduate. Now I think it's some mm-hmm. twins that's great. Is it come straight out of high school? Yep. I so they changed that. And of course, for college football, you have to go three years. Yeah, before you got to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, but not basketball. Yeah, not basketball. basketball and baseball, you wow. don't have to go to college at all. Most kids, mm-hmm. like I say, if you make them rich, never go back and get their degrees. Yeah. Ever. You, some it's rare and rare instances. Just some. I don't do know go whether back. you need it or not, but. Yeah, yeah, some, some do it as a promise to their parents. Like you see some some that take classes during the summer and stuff, and take online classes and they'll finish some. getting that degree. It's some, but it's but not. I don't a lot. think it's needed. I mean, but I mean, college too. Like what you yeah, just said. Like I don't think it's needed. Like college doesn't necessarily mean that you know anything. Are you gonna get a better yeah. job? You know what I mean? Because some <laughs> people. I mean, we nope. talk about Malcolm. Like Malcolm was a smart. Kid, he was super smart, but because of his smartness, you know, he missed me to feel like he shouldn't be in Smart. school. Mm-hmm. And so he dropped out at a really young age, but then he taught himself mm-hmm. all of yeah. the words. And then he's one of the greatest speakers ever. Oh my God. You know? Amazing. Um, Elijah Muhammad, I just told you guys, he didn't even have a third grade education. But it was and a great And he was great a speaker. great orator. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I think that, you know, it's just the, the point of wanting to know more, mm-hmm. right? Wanting to be more. And a lot of information is in a book. Yep. And I want to bring this point up because I think that I need to because, you know, the African-Americans who are listening, I think that something that would definitely, definitely help our community is to realize that we need to get out of that U.S. mentality. Like, for example, we call ourselves Americans, but Canada, Mexico, the Caribbean, South America, those are all the Americas. So what makes us American and not someone from Mexico? Because they live on the American continent as well. Virgin Islands. So they would say, well, I'm an American because I live on the American continent. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think that we often think that slavery started in the 1600s and it really was going on 100 years before in the Caribbean, in Latin America. And so a lot of the things that we're looking for, a lot of the revolution that we're looking for are in writings and books and movements that were started in Latin America. Mm-hmm. Give the uh, give our audience some of the books, some of the keywords that they can Google and look up some of the stuff you're speaking about. Well, I mean, just if you look at someone like a Marcus Garvey, who mm-hmm. was never mm-hmm. African-American, he nope. was definitely a Jamaican and mm-hmm. then a Pan-African movement. Pan-African movement. You yeah. always hear, uh, what's his, uh, what's the guy? Y'all help Dr. Umar? Yeah, Dr. Umar. We're talking about Pan-Africanism and Marcus Garvey. He's a whole Jamaican. And I remember when Kamala was trying to be the vice president, people were saying, she ain't black. She ain't black. But then we talk about Marcus Garvey and we're like, yeah, super, super blackness. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. I, I think that, um, you know, I think that it's not so much necessarily that it's a specific book. I think that there are courses. There are mm. people out here who are providing the information because one book isn't going to do it. Yeah, I'm not saying but, just one book, but I'm just saying like, just lead them in that direction. That like, direction? What books, I mean, not books, what what people well, are courses can they take? Yeah. What resources? Well, resources. well They yeah. Came Before Columbus is a great resource that okay. people can um, go to to find out about the African presence mm-hmm. um, here in the continent before Christopher Columbus. Um, Afro-Latino travel. Um, it's actually now Afro-Latin X mm-hmm. because they're trying to embrace the whole 
letters uh, movement, uh, travel. But that's also um, a great resource, Afro-resistance is a great um, resource because they talk about Black people across the Americas as mm -hmm. well. Um, so yeah, those are just some three that I could just think of uh, off the top of my head. Okay. Um, but again, you know, a lot of this knowledge isn't going to be in English. No. Right? It's not going to be in English. Um, it's going to be in Spanish. It's going to be in cursive. Portuguese. <laughs> it's going to be in cursive. <laughs> right? Because we know about Nat Turner, but you know, Nat Turner didn't get that idea out of a hat. You know, yeah, there was right. the Haitian Revolution. And there were also people like Nanny, uh, who was a maroon from Jamaica, who was making moves there, who are were Ghana, you know, people, Ashanti yeah. people um, from Ghana. Um, there Shut are people, out. Cubans, like people mm -hmm. think of Cuba, they think of Miami and all those white Cubans in Miami. My husband is super black and he's a Cuban man and he got gold teeth. He, you know, he fits all of the, he's US. a black... He's a black person, but no, the wearing gold teeth and all of that is not even a U.S. Right, thing. Right, 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 yeah, like right, right. if you go to the Caribbean, all the black men got yeah, gold teeth, yeah, all the black yeah. women. Yeah. My grandmother had a gold tooth. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, it, that's just a black thing. You it know, is. that's something it that is. crosses the diaspora. But, you know, um, there's a monument if you go to Cuba, which a lot of us don't even know, there's a monument to Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. Mm. in Cuba because there was a great connection between African-Americans and Cuba during it's the jazz cocaine. age. <laughs> wow. It's called, it's called jazz. Okay. Well, that's the new name for cocaine. Guys. Right. Jazz. jazz. Really? Talking all that jazz. Really? <laughs> well, 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 you know, with me mentioning jazz, I want to uh, blow your minds with this one because I'm not sure if you know. Um, again, the root of cannabis prohibition, which is illegalization of cannabis, really started with race and white people, uh, white rich white people who you know run the establishment, saying, "Wow, there's a problem with Mexicans because at that time, you know, well, for a large time, Mexico was not. I'm sorry, Texas." wasn't a part of the United States. It was mm -hmm. part of Mexico. It was the Spanish territory. And so um, in the 1920s, 1910, 1920s, a lot of Mexicans were around the, the borders, of course, right? They were actually, actually where we created our borders, Mexicans were already living there, right? Black people were living there because we always hear about the Underground Railroad going north. A lot of us went south. A lot of us went to Mexico. There are a number of black Mexicans um, that we don't even know about, right? Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm going around in a circle. So during the, the early 1900s, there was an issue with white landowners, white government officials being upset that the Mexicans were here doing a lot of labor work, um, taking a lot of quote unquote jobs from mm. white people um, who could have those jobs. And so marijuana, the name itself, is a racial slur in a way because they created the name marijuana. We know cannabis is a scientific name for this plant. Mm -hmm. They created the name marijuana because that was a town where a lot of these Mexicans were coming from. Wow. And so because they were bringing ca cannabis with them, they were associating that with Mexicans. And they would say, well, now this is marijuana. In fact, it wasn't even spelled with a J. If you, can, if you look into the past, a lot of times you'll see an H. Mm. Um, because that's how, you know, white people, Marijuana. when they look at Spanish, yeah. they'll think that 
Marijuana. Yeah, the J is an H. But also think about what was happening in the 1920s and the 1930s. You had jazz music coming on the scene. Mm -hmm. And what was in a lot of speakeasies? Along with black people, we had a lot of marijuana. Some joints. And white women were going to these establishments. Exactly. And so white Exactly. And so white people, even now, right? Loving this them. is this is not something that is new. They were afraid that they're gonna die out. And they were afraid that these black people, these Mexican people, were going to turn them out. As Italian, Italian said, they're Moulians. These Moulians are going to clean us out. Exactly, exactly. And so what was one way to attack this group of people? By illegalizing something that they used in order to maintain their mental health. In order to maintain um, their, stay their, hard. <laughs> <laughs> what I tell you, right, it's, 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 I warned you. Yeah. yeah, I'm about to say marijuana. Yeah, some Viagra. Damn well, man, yes, I'm gonna tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Swear to God. Oh, oh, don't no, but you can tell yeah. me what kind of marijuana it was. What strain is that? It's called the Seattle strain. Well, I'm gonna blow Super your mind. Lemon haze. Super lemon haze. Super what? Yeah. Super lemon haze. Super lemon haze. Okay. It's Viagra. <laughs> oh, well, I'm, absolutely. I'm going to put y'all on to a legal Viagra, like, uh, uh, kind of Viagra. It's a CBD? Company, it, CBD. Oh. I was at the, uh, the USA CBD Expo. I had a couple people go there. And um, there was a company from New Orleans, which I love, right? Because we're highlighting black people. We're mm-hmm. highlighting brown people. We're highlighting our indigenous people. And so I went to all the black people table. Like, I'm like, well, the we'll... samples. My friend said he went in, he was getting all the samples. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So they ate some uh, gummy birds that had like Delta something in it. Yeah, yeah, and it yeah. fucked them up because Delta, the Delta CBD got THC in it. Delta home. is actually not CBD. Delta is actually THC. My homeboy has it's a Delta just 9. from him. And... Delta Yo, eight. he was tripping. Delta eight he, or ten? Delta nine had, is illegal. He had eights because he works eight. for a he pharmaceutical company in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Delta and they, eight and or they, ten. And they started got into pharmaceuticals, so it's either mm-hmm. eight or, or ten. It may have been ten. One ten. Of, mm-hmm. But all I know is he was he he went on a bad trip the whole night. <laughs> wow. He said he saw windows opening in his house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he recorded a video in the middle of the night of him talking and said if something happened to him it was the gummies. Mm-hmm. Like he did, he was doing all kind wow. of weird. Shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, but did he right. die? No, he was still alive. Right, because zero people have died from marijuana <laughs> overdosing ever in the history of oh, CBD. So that. what is that CBD is you were getting ready to tell us is like Viagra? Well, I was getting ready to tell you about this company, right? So, and so you, how can you get it? I want to know where it's at. And you know what? You were saying, you know, where do black people have to be in this space, right? So we instead of us all trying to look to be dispensaries and have... Uh, grow uh, uh, farms farms Mm -hmm. and things like that, we need to be looking at ancillary areas, which means things that you're not even touching the plant. Mm. So this CBD company, first of all, CBD is legal all over the United States. Trump mm -hmm. signed the farm farm bill um, two years ago, so it's legal. Um, This company out of New Orleans, actually the owner used to be a sex worker. Um, I, you know, a female? Yes. She's a stripper, a bomb, beautiful woman. I'm going to give y'all all the information to go on this website because we need to support. No, but, <laughs> but she may. They saving marriages. That's what oh, they okay. told us. They saving I marriages need, I need to see this company. So this company specializes in sexual products that are enhanced with CBD mm. and all natural herbs. And so they have this pill that a man can take 
And he can, he'll, so when he does get hard, he'll stay hard for three to four. No, they said four to five hours. Oh my God. And then not only does that happen, <laughs> but after you after you nut, like it will stay in your system Damn, for seven Jay, days. Reverend Jay said nut. Yeah, because I'm a so metaphysical minister. That's what's up. It stays in your Preach. system because it's herbs. So it basically that's why marijuana it makes you horny. Well, no, it, it doesn't work. When off. you it when you get hard again, you're gonna have that. That five, same four to five hours, hours again same for up to a week. Yeah, uh huh. Well. Yeah, but they also had ladies. Ow. They also had this. Uh, <laughs> Look at her they, they, they had. They had this. Something. Something better. They uh, had this. These drops that a man could actually make his penis larger, and you just. I think they was like it'll take. If you don't use the CBD, because they had one without CBD, one with CBD. The one without CBD was like 90 days to grow an inch or two. Wow. And, the, and the CBD one was like 30 to 60 days. Y'all, they had evidence. And it wasn't like on a website or nothing. It was like real men phone messages. What? So you see... Somebody said more than one. There's some real freaky shit going on in the CBD. More than one. Yes, it grows one to two inches. That's what they said. You know, I'm not. I'm not. I want that other one. What's that? Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna put y'all on. I'm I'm gonna get the name for them because I want to patronize that company. Everything was natural. Everything. Everything was natural. They make lube, all kinds of stuff. But I thought that was a very interesting thing because we're not really in the sex space in a level of business. So you know, on, on that level, because you know they we also fight. But I was gonna say we so also nasty. face a lot of you know white supremacy in all different systems, including the porn industry. Yeah. And so you know, for this sister to be doing that, you know, and then bring it to a health space. Yeah. Um, I thought that was super dope, and to bring it to a cannabis space. So again, this is the ways that you think out of the box. Myself, I'm a whole, I'm a health coach, and so um, and I'm a minister, and so. What I do is I minister on natural herbs, natural spirituality, um, things that have to do with with aligning your your mind, body, and soul. But I give cannabis consultations. You know, there's a lot of people in these streets that are out here using all this CBD, and I know that there's not a lot of education about it. Mm-hmm. So people are out here acting like it's a one size fits all, yeah. and it's not. Yeah, because we actually have a system within our body that yeah. CBD. THC react to and we're all different yeah so you know I I, I it kind of bothers me it doesn't bother me because I'm glad to see people are now more aware yeah. of the plant but when I see people taking gummies and, and we popping gummies every second it's like well you know sugar right. diabetes is so a high. huge yeah. problem yeah. in our community I always said it to my brother <laughs> my, my brother my younger brother used to smoke I mean like ridiculously smoke right and I always used to say, you know, you can only get so high, right? Mm-hmm. And then, like, y'all smoking yeah. five and six months yeah. back to back is doing nothing. You ain't Cannabis high. Cannabis education. You know Cannabis what I'm education. Like, you're, you're just, you didn't already reached your peak. Mm-hmm. So your best bet is to come down some more to go back up. Yeah. But y'all staying up here. That's right. And never coming down is a waste of weed. It's a total waste because you saturate. Your cells can become oversaturated and then they're not going to. Then you could die. Sit- you, zero, you, absolutely you, zero people have died from yeah. marijuana. Somebody had a marijuana overdose last right. week. Or you can switch over to crack. 
And hit a line. A marijuana overdose involves lots of sleeping. Uh, if people would be educated, then they would know that there's certain things you could do to bring down your high, or you could just go to sleep. And it's hard to try to go to sleep on some of the weed I've to smoke before. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I found that the only thing I can smoke is certain sativas. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And I need the sativa that's like creative. Because mm-hmm. I'm a creative mind and mm-hmm. I do like graphic designs and all that type of mm-hmm. stuff. So and I can't even smoke a lot of that. I just need like one puff. Yeah. Well, and get me going. Well, right. see, that's something that I do, again, want to bring to our community is the education, mm-hmm. right? Because I have so much of it and mm-hmm. it's like it needs to be shared because it's not for me. It's for the community. Right. And so something that you're talking about right now is microdosing. That's actually a thing. Um, and Talk it, to me, sister. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so I feel like. He's per- doing it. He per- yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, micro, let me microdose so, tonight. Uh, so micro. Dosing is when you use just enough to get yourself to the point where you're getting the result that you're looking for, and then you put it out. We're sitting here in our communities wasting so much money. Yes. On marijuana, when we actually could be doing things like vaping that would actually um, stretch out. So we're talking about, well, you know, we're impoverished neighborhoods, but we spend all this money on that loud. Your loud could stretch out a little more if you were vaping. And you also wouldn't be hurting your lungs as much with the carcinogens coming from those blunts that we don't necessarily know. Raw papers. Again, yeah, because that's a healthier alternative. My my daddy didn't used to do it, so that's how. Yeah. He used to use 1.5s. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, Six eggs. Yeah, yeah. even when you think about tobacco, right? It's not like it's a tobacco that you just picked up. Like you, we were talking about Kentucky mm-hmm. earlier, it's right. not like that. It's yeah. been tampered with. It's been processed. It's been like we don't know Spray what's in that stuff. That all the time, and not just People, pesticides, them chemicals for the yes, flavor, grape yeah, and yeah, all of that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I say it all the time. Like they like, oh man, this comes from the earth. No, nah, nigga, the shit you smoking does not come from the earth at all. The shit you smoke comes from a lab that they done done so much shit to. They don't. Yeah. Coming out That's right. Because your tolerance done went so here. That's so right. Like, like you need the Zaza, you need this, you need, mm-hmm. you need all of that. Mm-hmm. But ain't no telling what they doing to that weed, man. Because that's right. not from the Reggie. The shit that you don't like smoking uh-huh. is from, from the, the earth. earth. Yeah. yeah. But that shit yeah. you smoking is Because all that stuff, you're right, it is made in the lab. Yeah, it sir. definitely and they is. they mixing so. strands and all this other stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Different definitely. Smells, but I, I like it. As long as it's doing what it's supposed to do. Yeah. So I need a micro, what's it called? Micro dosing. That's what you're actually doing now. If you said you just take a few hits and you put it out. Yeah, I can't can't never find no sativa, so I got to go to Colorado. Well, see, that's the problem, right? So again, why we need to be changing these laws in these streets is because we need diversity. Mm -hmm. We need to be able to pick and choose different strains. Colorado, man. So what you just said in the fact that, oh, you know, sativa, nowadays people know sativa, indica, hybrid, right? But back there. Really, there is no real true sativas or indica or hybrids anymore because everything has been fused together. What we really should be looking at is terpenes. And so terpenes are natural plant um, chemicals mm-hmm. that are actually in other plants like lemons. Like they're actually terpenes in breast milk. Um, so these are natural. Here I come. Yeah, they- <laughs> <laughs> they're the mirror we had yeah, earlier. They are actually cannabinoids <laughs> in Crazy. breast milk. There are cannabinoids. So for when people are like, well, I don't mess with that, I don't mess with weed and stuff like that. Well. 
the reason why we're using cannabis is because of the cannabinoids. Actually, they're phytocannabinoids because they're created by plants. The ones that we produce in our bodies are cannabinoids, endocannabinoids, because they're produced by um, mammals. So okay. something that, uh, you know, when you're, you were talking about microdosing, uh, well, you didn't know it was microdosing, but what you do is you're microdosing. And so every single person on this planet and animals, I want to say anything with a backbone, mm. has an endocannabinoid system. And so the endocannabinoid system is actually goes from the base of your um, neck all the way down your spine. From your Abdullah Abdullah. <laughs> well, what happens is that CBD, Mess. Delta 8, Delta 9 are the cannabinoids. They actually, it's like a lock and key. Mm. So they lock into your system and they give you homeostasis. We all learned about that. In, homosexual. In, well, and we learned about that in like biology class and stuff like that. Where Homie don't play that. Because uh-huh, anytime we hear that homie, right? A mess. Homeostasis. I remember yeah, doing that in science. Balance, yeah. right? Balance. It's keeping balance. So yeah. actually, by using cannabinoids, whether you smoke them, whether you use topicals, every single person really could benefit from using cannabis. We just don't know it because it's been we've been lied to about it for so long. But the research is out there. They found out about the endocannabinoid system in the seventies because yeah. in Israel they've been studying marijuana for decades. Yeah. That's where a lot of our information so comes from. So now they're to get some money. So now that's why you know it's going to become legal. Yeah. So what is there any other spaces that black people need to be into? Because I heard somebody like uh, somebody said something about the packaging space. Well, definitely because right now um, everything's plastic, right? Because they're trying to um, be FDA compliant and stuff like that. They're they're having to find ways to be more cost effective, but. We know that plastic is actually a hindrance to our community. So it makes no sense for us to be talking about um, this green plant, something that is natural, and be using unnatural things to package it and stuff like that. So definitely in the packaging space, but even in the podcast space, the journalist space, um, the lawyers, you know, there's going to be lots of need for cannabis lawyers. The agricultural space, not just in growing marijuana, but doing our or hemp, but doing things with it afterward, making topicals, um, soaps, you know, those yeah. those kind of things. We need to be in those spaces. Mm-hmm. And then if we're talking about hemp, guys, they've been... <laughs> Henry Ford, who was one of... Uh, a very good friend to one of our black pioneers, George Washington Carver, um, he designed a hemp car. I want to say, I, I don't know the exact year, but I want to say it was like in the 1940s. Um, 1930s, around that time. But they realized that hemp plastics were actually more um, durable. Th- more durable. I want to say 10 times more durable than regular plastic, biodegradable, um, and things like that. They even developed hemp fuel. And so that's coming mm-hmm. back. David Leno on his show, he actually has one of the new models mm-hmm. of a hemp car, but they just build a hemp airplane as well. And then hempcrete, yeah, <laughs> hempcrete um, is a concrete that you make with cannabis. And it's mm-hmm. actually 
much stronger yeah, than the concrete and, that we yeah. use. Mm. It's water resistant. It's mold resistant. Um, the hemp you make plant. The streets off so you won't get potholes. Exactly. Right. In the city, exactly. So, yeah. You got to look at the cause and effect of everything that hemp can cure. Yeah. For fix. real. Yeah. That's what we really, really, really yeah. need to look at because yeah. that's what it was doing before. Right. Paper. The, so guys, when the paper industry came out, when pills came out, these were all around the same time that they illegal that they made cannabis illegal. Mm. Paper is involving cutting down trees, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. When you have hemp and you're making paper from hemp, you don't have to cut any trees now. Right. Also, hemp is, <laughs> yeah. which is something that people don't know. Yeah. Hemp is a natural, um, it, it, auto, it naturally soaks up toxins. So you know how farmers oftentimes are not able to plant the same crops Mm -hmm. um, because uh -huh. the, the, it takes so much nutrient. What farmers would do um, back in the day is they would plant a crop of hemp. And so it would take all of the toxins out of the soil mm -hmm. and then they would have a faster turnaround rate mm -hmm. with their next crops. Yeah. So, I mean, there's so many benefits. But why I mentioned that is because a lot of people using CBD, buying it at the gas station, <laughs> buying it at the, at the vape, vape store. If you buy CBD from the gas station, you crazy. You might as well uh, drink that gas. <laughs> but they're buying it and they're not realizing some of that hemp that's being grown is not being... Um, it's not FDA regulated. Mm. These these um, products that we're using, if they're not in dispensaries, they're not FDA regulated. Yeah, because I see they sell the hemp in the gas station to smoke. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, yeah. I definitely wouldn't. wouldn't yeah, who knows Vain what that is? I mean, know? I don't know. I would say, like, you buy a chicken out of gas station, you might as well go ahead and smoke and that I hemp. I love man. the chicken out of gas station. Yeah, that chick gas station chicken. So <coughs> that recycled grease they've been using. I somebody that was just talking Look, about. When I went to the barbershop, boy, I had some crunchy chicken tenders. <laughs> I bet you did. Them air guy, hey, buddy. You, what you want? You want chicken, buddy? Yes, yes I want yeah, some chicken. Some That's some of them big ass wedges y'all got. Oh, and wedges man. just big. Well, Rev J, mm -hmm. I know it's getting yes, it is. way past, but yep. so yep. we want to learn more about how people can be involved. Yeah, so Atlanta Normal is about to really get out in these streets. We're about to start doing some pop-ups. We're about mm -hmm. to start having our um, general meetings, live meetings, open up to the public. Mm -hmm. um, and we're about to start doing some expungement clinics as well. Um, with the people of Atlanta, we're starting there because Decrim has passed there. Um, I want to say Savannah as well. And Griffin, Griffith County, mm -hmm. Georgia uh -huh. is now actually they just put some legislation in this week okay. to um have um is that where we are? Nah, well, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know Georgia too much. We are way but, um, out here. But um yeah, I know that they're um they're I don't know if it's Griffith or Griffin is one of them. Griffin. Two. But they're right. introducing some legislation. So, you know, we're going to be out here, but you can find us at atlantanormal.org. You can also find us on um, Facebook. You can find, I think it's ATL. Normal. Mm -hmm. normal. Yes. And that's normal N-O-R-M-L. Yes. Without the A. Yes. And um, you can find us on Facebook. You can also find us on Instagram as well. Um, but yeah, if you know anyone who has an, a marijuana charge in the city of Atlanta, um, reach out to us because we're getting ready to set that up. And with the expungement clinic, they actually um, will connect you with lawyers who will actually do everything pro bono. No one has to pay a thing. And, you know, you'll get some of these 
things expunged and, and taken off your record that you didn't even know that you could um, before. And what are the resources again? You said Atlanta Normal. Yes, dot org. Dot org. Well, it's ATL Normal. ATL Normal. dot org. Mm-hmm. And then we're um, on Facebook and we're on Instagram as well. At ATL Normal. At ATL Normal. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Are we ATL or mm-hmm. Atlanta? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. ATL. it was ATL. ATL. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for coming back. Yes, thank you. Thank, thank you for inviting me. Yes. We definitely have to have you back because I want some more. I got more questions. Yeah, yeah. Just don't have the time right now. Yeah. <laughs> but I have plenty more questions. Yes, oh, yeah. absolutely. It's been a pleasure. Dope guest. Thank, thank you. First so video guest. We survived. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, You're y'all good. dressed up too. Now I got our shoulders out and shit. Nah, I'm just black. I know you'd say something. Day. I ain't dressed up. Fuck it. You don't have on your Crocs? No. That's a step in the right direction. True. She's bright about that. Mm-hmm. You such a hater. gonna look like a big old toe. <laughs> you such a hater. Between you, him, and his wife. His wife. Who she hate my Crocs. That's the most classic line ever. Those Crocs Your Crocs are stupid. <laughs> that is the classic, it most classic line ever. Oh, oh, I love it. She was like, know. she looked, she's like, Crocs are stupid. stupid. <laughs> I said, oh, well, shit, well, good you know, evening to you too. Voice. Hello, how you Y'all doing? my wife. She's hilarious. Let me text her and tell her to bring the pistols down. <laughs> can I hold one? <laughs> Look, can I hold one? <laughs> Shoot, you need one in Atlanta. Um, Definitely. You don't. These ATL streets. We're doing challenges in parking garages. <laughs> and dropping it low. You won't need a pistol. Hey, what's the you know new one she, going to, she was practicing this one last time? The, the, the big Draco shit. The, the, oh. Soldier? No, I, yeah. I guess. Yes, yeah, Big Draco. That is the same. Is it Big Draco? Okay. No, I thought, what's that the song? The one no, this, with the Soldier Boy. No, the one with the chandelier. Uh, oh, that's, that's the one that her cousin was doing. Yeah. <laughs> nah, she's doing the Big Draco, the Soldier Boy one. Her brother did the Draco. Yeah, with his wife. And his wife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're young. Have fun. Do what makes you happy. But you're not. Says who? Speak for yourself, player. Hold on, sis. Oh, no, I feel pretty young. I we're feel, in the thank same you. age group. Thank I'm you. I feel young. Darn young. Baby, I feel young. Live your lives. Live your lives. And that's exactly <laughs> what we're doing. I'm calling Kevin Lives. Samuel, so tell him to bring his little happy ass over Kevin here. Kevin Samuel's going to be like Kevin Samuel. <laughs> Y'all think he's gay? I don't pay him any attention. Do you see my face? Kevin gonna say, you're not gonna interrupt me. I sure as hell will. Oh, yeah, sweet ass. Mute. See, that's your problem. You're you can't make this shit up. You can't make this shit up. What do you think you are? You can't be a seven no, don't forget the don't, don't forget the sounds. Like he makes, he, he puts the little sounds in there. Uh, like a cow or... Him, I yeah, I see his clips on, on online and I'm like... <laughs> I sure as hell know he does. <laughs> That's what he does. That's my new right. sound. He right interrupts there. people. He's so rude. That's my new sound. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, thank you so much, thank Red, you. Red, Red, Red J. J. We appreciate yeah. you Doc joining J. us. Yes. <laughs> Miss J. Until All right. next time, y'all. Smoke weed every day, y'all. One All day. Keys, Smoke every day. <laughs> y'all to do y'all thing, man. Hey. One weed, two kings, and we out. Peace. Hey. Hey. Y'all stupid. Hey, <laughs> <laughs>